0: Yeah. Well, th- this is one of those things where, yeah, 15 years ago or 20 years ago, or whatever, you know, someone would say, in the future, everyone will be a video editor. And you'd yeah. be like, what a stupid thing to say when it's like, okay, the reality is if you're under 25 years old, how many videos have you edited?
1: Probably heaps. Heaps. Yeah, yeah. This came up in the discussion the other day. There was some new stats that came out that basically vindicated the thing that a lot of people talk about, which is that the general sort of the computer skills between millennials and Gen Z and then younger have sort of atrophied away. And like your average Gen Z person is not as good at computers in the abstract as your average millennial. And the reason for that is that as software has gotten better and better and more and more consumer-friendly, and things like the file system have been basically obscured while you're on mobile. Yeah, everything is a lot more. We're not only on
0: mobile and like Google Drive and and on Chromebooks
1: yeah. and whatnot, it's all search based. Yeah, so like as a result, people just aren't developing. The skills you would learn if it was like 1997 mm. and you're trying to get a printer driver to work <laughs> yeah, yeah. or that sort of gener- so like there was a survey that went out basically saying gen z falls victim to internet scams at a higher rate than boomers and like a whole bunch of other computer related mm. things and i think that, i think that's true it comes up a lot mm. just and bec- as just a consequence of the nature of modern computer design yeah but on the flip side your average Gen Z person is just so far ahead of the average millennial oh, yeah. in terms of editing video. Oh, or like totally. producing stuff that looks good and is sleek. Oh,
0: as well as just like innate knowledge as to how to produce compelling content, I would say. In yeah. that, like, what well, as you say? Like the editing techniques and, yeah, like the, the, and the, gr- the tricks and Yeah, whatnot. like the
1: grammar of editing is completely innate to them. You could point at a bunch of things to call that. One was like, I think, the stories format being native. Mm. to people like learning how to like put together like a compelling... Because like, you know... A well-done Instagram story is like a a movie, right? Mm. Like you're thinking about how to frame and stitch that stuff together. And the second is that editing suite tools, like the equivalent of like an iMovie, Mm. which is the the Mac native video software, being in every social media app, or like most of them. Like basically Instagram, TikTok is the big one. TikTok having like a timeline-based video editing software that you can just like learn to use. Yeah, And TikTok's obviously taken advantage of that. They've released CapCut, which is like their more advanced suite, which basically functions the same way, but has a bit more power to it, Mm. a bit more feature-rich.
0: Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is, as you say, the full professional end of the spectrum, the avids of the world who are editing Hollywood blockbusters or, yeah, they're at kind of a high-end ad agency or whatever it is, a production company, the actual market for that is pretty low. Yeah. Like the amount of studios and whatnot who are paying that top tier amount it often requires hardware to go alongside it especially in the audio world where you need all the audio inputs and blah 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 blah. a lot of it runs dsp some of the processes run externally on external boxes and this that and the other you require obviously a shit ton of like graphics cards and basically you know the cost is really high the amount of people doing it is relatively low I mean, it's a perfect example of this kind of consumer to professional spectrum where at the other end is a free product in TikTok that hundreds of millions of people are using like literally every day for free. When you're looking at like from a value perspective, like we were looking at the numbers earlier with with Avid, who is one of these like professional... So like
1: Avid is the standard for both audio and movie production, like high-end audio movie production. Mm. They own... They make Pro Tools and they also make Avid Media Composer, which is their vi- the professional video software that's used basically ubiquitously in Hollywood. Mm. Like, yes, people use Final Cut and Adobe Audition and other ones at other levels of the process. But if you're making like the new Avengers movie, mm. you're, you're definitely only in Avid um, mm. Media Composer. They pulled down $300 million in, in 2020. That is obviously like a solid amount of money. That's a great business. That's a great business. $300 million. That's a great business. in Revenue wise, uh, they they did not make a profit on that. I think mm. they, but I think that was just, I don't know. It could maybe, maybe it was, they had a bunch of investments. Could have been could have been, been a COVID thing or whatever as well, in terms of movie production being down. Who knows? We'll have a look at their, well, uh, I'll look at their quarterly's and I'll uh, update it in the Discord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've got about a thousand odd employees, mm. considering the fact that they are the engine of many of like the biggest movies in Hollywood, the biggest albums that are released via Pro Tools. Um, $300 million as a slice of that is not huge, right? Mm. Uh, Compare that to what TikTok is obviously making. Yeah. $10 billion in ad revenue, like in 2022. Yeah. yeah. And teaching a whole generation of people about how to edit using their system, Mm. which admittedly is kind of based on the way that these older pro suites, the same principles they operate on, Mm. but still learning their system. It's an interesting dynamic.